Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. grave danger threatens Perry White and John Grayson as Superman and Inspector Henderson seek desperately to find some clue to their whereabouts and the identity of their captors. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, in order to be hep these vacation days, you have to feel hep, wide awake and alive. And you can't feel that way if you don't eat right. So, gang, give a cool, inviting breakfast a chance to show you what it can do to help begin your day. Start with Kellogg's Pep with cool milk and sugar. There's a treat that is a treat. Those golden flakes of Pep are so light, so fresh and crisp, they practically say, come on, dig in. That lively golden toasted flavor is strictly super, strictly terrific. And the same goes for the swell bonus you get in every Pep package. Meaning, of course, those keen prizes, all three kinds. For instance, you'll get either a colored cardboard model of a famous fighting plane, one of seven in the great Pep Air Fleet, or you'll get one of 24 beautiful color pictures of birds with a full description on the reverse side to help you identify these birds anywhere. Or else you'll find a bright colored comic button picturing one of 18 characters straight out of the funnies. Sure is great fun to collect the whole series to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. So start collecting yours as a prize with Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Now the adventures of Superman. As you remember, editor Perry White and John Grayson, publisher of the Metropolis Daily Planet, were abducted by Rufus Pelly, a corrupt manufacturer of war materials who wishes to use the planet for propaganda against the World Peace Federation. Then when Grayson, backed by White, refused to turn over his great newspaper to Pelly, the munitions magnate condemned them to death. Meanwhile, after trying vainly to pick up Grayson's trail, Superman and Inspector Henderson were about to admit defeat when the Man of Steel spied a broken guardrail at the end of a dark, deserted street that ended at the river. There, resting on the muddy bottom of the river, far below the surface, Superman saw a car. And as we continue now, standing at the broken guardrail, Inspector Henderson gasps as Superman bursts up from the dark waters with the dripping car and sets it down on the street. Great Lucifer, Superman. Why, you brought that car up from the bottom of the river as if it were a feather. Never mind that now. Look, it's a maroon sedan. Same kind of a car John Grayson was taken away in. Uh-huh. Uh, let's have a look inside. Look out. You'll get a bath if you open that door. The car's full of water. Yeah, but what if there's... There's some... nobody in it. Don't worry. What's more, nobody was in it when it crashed through the guardrail. Yeah? How do you know? Well, the windows and doors are closed. Even if anyone could have opened a door underwater, he couldn't have closed it again. Oh. Then what do you think happened? 
My guess is that another car was waiting here to which Mr. Grayson was transferred. Then this car was sent to the bottom of the river to throw pursuers off the trail. Mm, could be. But we're not sure this is the car they used. I'm sure enough, Inspector. Well, even if you're right, this doesn't help us much. The water must have washed away any possible clues by now. Not so... all of them. The water didn't wash away two clues. Two clues? What? Where? Right in front of your eyes, Inspector. The license plates and the factory number on the engine block. Let's see. It's H three. Oh, wait a minute, Superman. I'm surprised at you. Why? You don't think those guys use their own car, do you? If this is the sedan they use, the chances are a thousand to one they stole it. Not necessarily, Inspector. As a matter of fact, I don't think they did. Well, I'll prove it to you. Come on back to headquarters and we'll look up the owner of this maroon job. That's what I was going to suggest. You got the license number? You bet. Good. Get set for a fast trip. I'm all set. Here goes. Next stop, headquarters. Up! Up! And away! you, Superman. Here's a report on a stolen maroon sedan. Came in about an hour ago. I see. Everything check on it? Yep. License number, motor number. Same as the car you pulled out of the river. Here. See for yourself. Uh-huh. It's the same, all right. Sure, I told you it was stolen. We know from experience that crooks usually steal a car for an important job, so if they're spotted, well, they can't be traced to them. Right. But usually they abandon it. They don't go to all the time and trouble of dumping it into the river, do they? Well, no. No, I'll admit I can't figure out why these fellas did that. I can. It was their own car. Oh, nonsense. I tell you, Superman, I've dealt with plenty of criminals. And they they all... wouldn't risk using a stolen car, not these criminals. Suppose the theft was discovered and reported at once. Their men might be caught in the car and the brains behind the plot could then be traced. True. But why dump the car in 60 feet of water, where the chances are all against his being found, and then report the theft? Simply because they're clever, Inspector. They're always thinking one step ahead. You see, if by any chance the car were found, their skirts would be clean because they'd already reported to the police that it had been stolen. Yeah, I suppose that does make sense, but I... Tell me, who's the owner of the car, according to the registration? Uh, Let's see. Oh, yes, here it is. Fellow named Paul Brower. Paul Brower. Yeah, occupation, owner of a gasoline station. Gasoline station? That's right. He apparently runs a gas station in New Beacon. That's about 20 miles up the coast. Yes, I know. So there goes your theory, Superman. Hmm? I can hardly see the operator of a small-town gas station behind a big plot to sabotage the World Peace Federation. Can you? No, but... But what? I suggest we go to see Mr. Paul Brower, Inspector. Why? Why? It's a waste of time. Maybe yes, maybe no. Anyhow, since it's the only lead we have, there's nothing to lose. Come on. Superman and Inspector Henderson start for the gasoline station. Editor Perry White and John Grayson seem to have reached the end of their rope. We're at a concrete dock below Rufus Pelly's huge island home. A long, sleek speedboat lays to in the moonlight. Its powerful motors purring. A line trailing from its stern is made fast to a rowboat in which, tied hand and foot and gagged, lie Perry White and John Grayson. Hugo, a huge, powerfully built man, stands at the wheel of the speedboat listens carefully as Rufus Pelly in beautifully cut riding breeches and silk shirt gives him his orders from the dock. Tow them three or four miles out, Hugo. We'll be on the third harbor buoy. Yes, sir, Mr. Paley. Then cast off. When you put about 100 yards of water between yourself and them, press that white button, which will release the radio beam. Yes, sir. What will happen then? The beam will set off the explosive in that cylinder in the bow of the rowboat. (laughs) 
uh, boat explode? If all goes well, there won't be enough left to the boat, White and Grayson, to put in a thimble. Holy smokes. All right. Get going now, Hugo. I'll be up in my study with the binoculars to personally witness the explosion. So let nothing go wrong. No, sir. Goodbye, you two fools. When you wake up in the next world, tell them to make room for the Peace Federation. I'll send that along after you. His cruel eyes gleaming with savage amusement, Rufus Pelly watches as the speedboat towing Perry White and John Grayson surges out into his private harbor. Then he turns and enters the small elevator which rises through the rock to his great house above. Meanwhile, Superman, a long raincoat of Inspector Henderson's covering his costume, has arrived with the inspector at a small marine gasoline station on the Bay of New Beacon. Henderson is questioning Paul Brower, the stocky, carroty-haired proprietor. You, uh, you say your car was stolen this evening, Brower? That's right, Inspector. I had to be in Metropolis on business. When I came out of the house of a fellow who was loaning me some money, my car was gone. I called the police right away. Then this fella, the one I was getting a loan from, he drove me back here. Uh-huh. Who is this man, the, uh, the one you were with? Harry Johnson. Lives at 314 Locust Street. Well, this sounds straight enough to me. Any questions you want to ask, Super, uh, Mr. Jones? Just one or two, Inspector. Tell me, Mr. Brower, did this Mr. Johnson give you the money you wanted? Oh, sure. He's an old friend of mine. Was it a large loan? Well, no, not very. $1,000 is all. You see, I wanted to make some repairs to my wharf. I service the fishing and pleasure boats around here. Thousand dollars, eh? Wonder if you'd mind showing us Mr. Johnson's check or the cash. What for? Hey, what's the idea? Oh, I've got a reason. Do you have any objections to showing us the check or the bills? I, uh, you see, uh, Johnson didn't exactly give me the money yet. You but said he I did. Thought... Well, he, he said he would. He, he's going to mail it to me tomorrow. Now, listen, mister. Oh, never mind, you... Inspector. Never mind. We've got to go now. Thanks very much, Mr. Brown. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, well... Come on, come on. Wait, I said let go of my arm. Inspector, don't argue. Hey, what's the idea, Superman? Why'd you pull me out of there? Couldn't you see that fellow was lying? Of course I could, but I didn't want him to know we were wise to him. He would have... Great Scott! Out of my way, Inspector! Amazed, Inspector Henderson watches with mouth agape. A Superman hurtles through the air and flashes down under the waters of the bay. What has happened? We'll return in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, you're missing out on something the other kids are having a lot of fun with unless you're collecting the swell prizes from packages of Kellogg's Pep. Three different kinds of prizes, one in each package of Pep you open. Just think, your next Pep prize may be a bright-colored comic button picturing one of your favorite comic strip characters, 18 in all, to collect and to wear on your jacket or beanie cap. Or maybe you'll find a bird picture in brilliant color with a full description on the reverse side. Collect all 24 of them, and will you be a wise bird on birds? Or maybe your Pep prize will be one of the seven exciting colored cardboard plane models, Easy and fun to put together. Remember, there's one or the other of these three slick kinds of prizes in every package of Pep, the sunshine cereal. And you know, all the while you're collecting them, you can be enjoying breakfast with those crunchy golden whole wheat flakes of Pep. Mm -mm. A dish of Pep with cool milk and sugar. Is that a delicious treat? What flavor? A catchy, fresh flavor. A top-notch, so good flavor. In short, a Pep flavor, meaning strictly terrific. So for an all-round prize dish, 
and an all-round prize package. Ask Mom today to get you a package of Kellogg's Pep first thing. As Superman and Inspector Henderson left Paul Brower's marine filling station on the bay, the man of steel suddenly brushed Henderson aside and dove into the dark waters. Now, after only two or three seconds, he has flashed back to Henderson's side. Okay, Inspector. Come on. Come on where? Say, why did you dive in the water? I saw a private telephone in a cabinet in Brower's shop. The wire runs along the bottom of the bay. What? My hunch is it runs to the headquarters of the men who abducted Perry White and Mr. Grayson. And who want to sabotage the World Peace Federation. Now, wait a minute. Brower was obviously lying to us tonight. Right after we left, he went to the cabinet and picked up the private phone. I believe he's working for the gang, Inspector, and wanted to warn them about us. That's why I dove into the bay and snapped the wire. Well, why didn't you tell me all this before? Come on, we'll go back and put the screws to Brower. No, no, no. We'll just lose time trying to make him talk. I can follow that wire. All right, up under my arm, Inspector. I think this is going to be the showdown. Well, here's hoping. Yes, here's hoping we're not too late. Up! Up! And away! Leaping up from the edge of the bay with Inspector Henderson, Superman streaks out over the water, his keen eyes following the cable telephone wire along the bottom. Will it lead him to Rufus Pelly's island estate? And if it does, can he possibly save the lives of Perry White and John Grayson? For at this moment, the giant Hugo on Rufus Pelly's speedboat is heading far out to sea, towing the rowboat with his helpless captives. The rowboat which is fitted with one of Pedley's deadly machines of war. What will happen as Pelly himself, the greedy man of mass murder through war, sits in his glass-walled study atop his house and leisurely sips coffee while looking out to sea, waiting for the explosion which will signal the end of White and Grayson. Tomorrow brings the smashing climax of our story, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. You're in same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, do you think of famous names? Do you think of Kellogg? You know, that's the greatest name in cereals. And Kellogg makes Kellogg shredded wheat, the tender plump biscuits, just the right size to fit in your breakfast bowl. And are they good? Over the brim with natural nut sweet flavor. Good for you, too. They're made of nutritious whole wheat. What's more, Kellogg gives you 15. 15 delicious biscuits every package of Kellogg shredded wheat. Try them soon. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>